Okay, so you know how I'm always pulling my social media family to figure out like what's going on and what it is you guys want to talk about? Well, recently I asked, what is the number one thing causing you stress? And overwhelmingly, the largest percentage of my audience said it was money, financial stuff, not feeling like you had enough money to do the things you wanted to do, worrying about paying for tuition or your retirement, gas prices, not being able to do the things that you want to do because of money. Money is one of the most universal sources of stress. If you're a longtime listener, you know my story. Like, you know that Brett and I were at one point seriously in debt. I know firsthand that money doesn't necessarily buy you happiness, but I also know firsthand what a huge stress relief it is to have enough, to have choices that you otherwise wouldn't have, to have opportunities, to have means to do what you want to do for the people that you want to do. Like, to solve a lot of problems, it takes money. And that can be very stressful. So because of that, I'm doing a series of workshops. I do this every year, and this is the week. So depending on when you're listening to this, go to this web address, marketingimpactacademy.com. Guess what? You don't even have to remember that web address. It's below in our show notes, right at the top with the clickable link. And there you can sign up for one of my upcoming free workshops. This year, I'm doing things a little differently. You'll notice that each workshop is for a specific person, depending upon where they are in their journey. If you don't own a business, I think you're going to want to attend the workshop that I'm doing where I'm going to show you how to start a side hustle, how to get an extra stream of income on the side when you have very little time and you don't have money to start a business. But there are a whole series of workshops. Maybe you already have a business and you need to figure out how to scale it. Or maybe you want to attend the workshop that Brett is doing all about money and investing and getting started because I know his episodes around that topic have been incredibly popular and you've been asking for him to do this. So depending on where you are in your journey, I want to be able to help you. I encourage you to sign up for one of these workshops. They're free. You can go to marketingimpactacademy.com now, drop in your email address, and I'll send you the link. Hey there, what is going on? Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. It is a quick tip Tuesday, and it's one that is hot off the presses. If you follow me, if you follow Team Johnson, if you are subscribed to our one of our email lists, if you've opted into one of our marketing or business-related freemiums, you have probably received more than a couple of emails from us this week. Today, I'm going to break down the components of strong copy. I got to tell you, thank God for email. Thank God for email. I mean, I have to do a whole episode about how successful this launch has been for us really without using affiliates. I mean, we've used affiliates in terms of our students but not in the traditional sense, like most marketers do, where you know they've got a lot of whatever big names who are sending and affiliating for the launch of their programs. And using affiliates is a remarkable way, like it is a crazy way to almost double, triple, and maybe even quadruple the sales that you can get on your own. It's one methodology. But another methodology is focusing all your time and effort on building a huge and solid and very engaged email list. So we looked at last year what we spent in terms of you know paying out our affiliates, which they get a 50% commission, or in some cases it's lower than that, but all the way up to a 50% commission. Then the bonuses that we offer for top performing affiliates, and that's a lot of money I won't get into. And then on top of that, the 
staffing and the consultants that we use to help us manage the affiliate process. On top of that, the time and effort that it takes to continually connect with, network with, engage with, and provide exceptional concierge service service and, you know, just stay in communication, regular communication with top affiliates. It's a lot. And some people are really, really good at it. Wow, are they good at it. For me personally, I, well, you know what? I'm going to do a whole nother episode on the affiliate model versus what we did this year. In the meantime, what I want to share with you is the nine must-have components for strong sales copy. Keep in mind what I'm going to share with you are things that work for our audience. My audience is primarily a new entrepreneur or someone who is, they have not scaled their business. They've got an idea for a business or they're relatively new to creating a business. I tend to attract people who they've got a strong idea. They're easily distracted. Predominantly female, I would say more than 80% of our marketing students initially are, are female. Oftentimes they bring in a husband or a spouse or a partner or a male friend. But traditionally speaking, we are speaking to a easily distracted female entrepreneur. So the copy that we use, I have to keep that in mind. I have to first look at my own behaviors and how do I read emails. Let's just first, before I get into the nine components, let me start with the bonus component, which is if I glance at the email and it feels like there's a paragraph I have to read, I'm out. I'll read a million single sentences, but if there's a paragraph, I'm like, oh boy, uh uh-oh, this is a book, can't do it. Is there an audible version of this email? (laughs) So that's the first thing is I really tell myself, once I write the whole email, I go back and that that one sentence that even is too long, even though it's only one sentence, it starts to look like a paragraph. I just say, how many words can I take out? Let's take out some of these words. How can I convey this shorter, quicker, easier? If I were to just glance at this email and read the bold parts, the sentences that we put in bold, would I get the gist of the context of this email? Okay, so here are the nine components. First is you've got to create some kind of a heading, like that very first sentence or subject line, right? So the subject of your email, the way I look at it is your subject line of the email is really your heading. That's what's going to get people to open it. Because if you can't get people to open the email, they're not reading the email. So I really like to look at my subject line as the heading. If you haven't, you should, you know, if you've ever, you know, subscribed to one of our email lists, you should go and look and maybe they landed in your spam last week, or maybe they're in your inbox and you just never opened them. Take a look at some of our subject lines and feel free to swipe them. But that headline has to create curiosity and it also needs to make people curious. Like, all right, well, what's this about? I I need to know. Number two component is it should have a self-selecting hook. Meaning when I open that email in that first sentence or so, There needs to be something that says, oh yeah, that's me. So when I say self-selecting hook, meaning there's something in there that makes you feel like, okay, this is a problem I have. This is the enemy who I'm fighting. This is the evil that I'm up against. This is the challenge. This is the dilemma. This is me. I need to read this email. The number three component that every strong sales copy email needs is a clear depiction of the problem. So we need to know, like, what is the problem? What is the challenge? 
And I'm not personally a fan of like really drawing that out and like over dramatizing the pain. Some sales copy writers do that. When I read that in emails, I'm always like, oh, come on, a little dramatic. So I I tend to not go too deep into the pain. Like you get it. I don't have to describe how frustrating it is to try to build a business when there's so many free resources, there's so much information out there, there's 19 different social media platforms, and should you have a podcast, and do you need a landing page, and what about Shopify, and do I need to run Facebook ads? I don't need to like, like talk about how devastating and frustrating it can feel in much detail because you already know. So I, I just want to point out the pain. Okay, then the number four component is the offer. What is it you're talking about? What is this? And you really do need to kind of describe it, but not describing it by including all of the features. Okay, we're going to talk about that in just a second, but what's, what's the offer? Now, the offer for our purposes when it comes to the Marketing Impact Academy is we don't like put the price of that in an email because the value of the Marketing Impact Academy could not be conveyed, in my opinion, in an email. So we never, I shouldn't say never, we rarely put the price in there. There are certain select segmented parts of our email list that if they've attended a couple of the workshops and we can see that they've, you know, maybe we're even in the sales cart process and they abandon cart, they might get the price. But for most of them, the offer is to jump on a webinar. The offer is to jump on a phone call. The offer is to learn more. The offer is to do a workshop. So the offer is we're offering them something that will help them with the pain point. In this launch that we just finished, every single workshop that I did was different. And I specifically designed each workshop to address a very, very specific segment of our ideal customer avatar. So my ideal customer avatar, there are slight differences. Like there are those who have been toying with the idea of a business for a very long time. And that person, the problem that they're struggling with, the language I need to use, their understanding of the terminology of the process, etc., has to be very, very different from another segment of that audience who is, they've already launched their business, but it feels a little bit more like a hobby. Those are two very different segmented audiences that need a different message. So I did a different workshop for each one of those populations addressing a problem that that particular population has. Okay, so the offer needs to clearly outline how this workshop that I'm offering is going to help their particular problem. The number five component is the benefits and the benefits need to clearly detail how this is going to help them. Not what's included, not like we'll be on for 90 minutes. I said that specifically because I caught that in one of my email copies and I was like, wait a second. No, no, no. That is a feature. A benefit is that this workshop will be quick and by the end of it, you will have the three steps you need to solve this problem. Those are benefits. And what are the, the benefits? Just ask yourself, how does this benefit somebody? Not how is this good? Not how is this special that we're doing this, but like what's in it for the person who takes the offer. Okay. The number six thing that you want to include is social proof. So social proof can be your credibility. It can be the precise number of people who joined. It can be testimonials. It's got to be some kind of proof that other people are doing this because that builds trust in your audience. 
Social proof is powerful because social proof is, it's us looking around and saying, okay, so I'm not falling for a scam, am I? I mean, this seems too good to be true, but hang on. Look at all these other people are doing it. So it makes you feel more comfortable and we're more likely to trust the offer. The number seven component to every strong sales copy email should be some form of honest, authentic scarcity. So that's either the number of spots that are available, the number of days that they have to take advantage of the special price, a special premium or a bonus that's available for a limited amount of time. Maybe it's a certain quantity that you have available. Maybe it's a certain number of students you're going to take. There needs to be a reason why people need to take action. And that's really important. That's just human behavior. The number eight component. Now, not everyone includes this one. If you miss this one, you're probably going to be okay. But wow, it makes a really big difference when you minimize their risk. So when you give them a money back guarantee. Now, if you're doing like a free workshop or a free webinar or masterclass, what's the risk? Well, if they register, then you will be sending them the replay. They don't risk anything by registering. It's those kinds of things. Sometimes you have to be creative about how you're minimizing risk and even if you need to minimize risk. But when you do put it in there, you, you will see a higher conversion rate. And then lastly, obviously, is the call to action. And the call to action, even though I've listed this last, should probably be in your email in a couple of different places. And even though I've given you nine different components that are supposed to be in a really strong sales copy email, that call to action and all nine of these things don't need to come in this specific order. Ideally, those first couple of ones should be there. Like, like for example, your headline for sure should be the very first thing. The self-selecting hook should be right at the top. Yeah, the problem should be at the top too. But after that, you can kind of mix things up. They don't always have to show up in this exact order. But the one thing I was going to say, and this is really important to people's behavior today, we don't want to read a long email. We don't. My audience does not want to read a long email, especially one that looks long. So I try to put that offer somewhere right up at the top. So I might create that curiosity headline, a self-selecting hook, and then say, if you already know, you know, and then, you know, here's the workshop details below so that if they just are glancing at the very, and they don't want to scroll through the email and they already kind of know what this is and they've already self-selected, they can click on that offer. They can click on that call to action immediately. So I do think it's important to put your clickable link in there at least two different places, right at the top near the top anyways, and then near the end. And that makes for a really strong sales copy email. Personally, I like to see a space between each line. I prefer each one of these. This is the way I like to read an email, short and concise. I write the email. I take forever to write sales copy, by the way. I start by usually hiring a great sales copy writer. And I don't know about you. This is just my personal opinion. I have hired the best. And some of those people have even created course content for us inside the Marketing Impact Academy. They help me to really understand what great copy looks like and the bones of it and what needs to be included. Every single ingredient is there. But for me, I still want to go through and tweak the words. So even though the bones are there, the words matter. It needs to be my words. 
but I definitely am a fan of hiring a sales copy consultant to help you write the bones. And then, but don't think that by hiring someone to write your sales copy that they're going to get every single word right. You know, it's got to land with you too. Now, sometimes, this is true, this last time, like we pay our sales copywriters a lot of money. Like that is a well-paid position. So I'm telling you, if you're looking to, for consulting work and you're a good writer, whoo, become a sales copywriter because I can't think of anything that's more valuable. Well, there are some things, but that's pretty high up in the list. But this last launch, I got an email from a gentleman on Instagram who was like, Shaleen, and he just... He wrote me great sales copy trying to convince me to use some of his sales copy. One of his emails, I sent it out exactly as is. And I can't tell you yet how it's performed. I'm going to find out tomorrow. But I just, I was like, you know what? Let's just test it. These aren't exactly the words that I would use, but wow, it's kind of different. And I really liked it. And I I felt hooked the whole time. So I thought, I'm not going to tweak this at all. I'm just going to send it as is and see how it performs. So I'll let you know on that. But what I was going to say is I do think the look, when someone opens up an email, it should feel fast. It should flow. It should suck you in. It should keep you moving. It should feel like this is valuable. It shouldn't feel like I'm being sold or manipulated or it shouldn't feel too wordy. So once I write the email, I go back through it and back through it and back through it. And I keep saying to myself, how can I make every sentence even shorter? And that's because of my own personal preference. I like things that are short and to the point, even though I never am. Even though I'm long-winded when I speak, when I read and when I write, I like things to be short, concise, and to the point. My goal is for Quick Tip Tuesdays to be just that, and I hope that we were today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for paying attention to our launch. If you have become a Marketing Impact Academy member, welcome to the family. You are our person that we were going to take care of for a lifetime. You will not regret being a member. We really do over-deliver. I think it's the best deal on the internet. In fact, I know it is. So welcome to the family. All right. Talk to you Thursday. Don't forget to check out instaclubhub.com. Brock and I are helping people crush it on Instagram and we have so much fun doing it. Why not build your business with us by growing your audience on Instagram? We'll make it fun. We'll get the job done. We make it easy, simple, and seamless. So check out instaclubhub.com. Hey, it's Kristen, Shaleen's podcast manager. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, could you go and leave a review for Shaleen and Brock? Let them know what it is you liked about this episode, what really hit home, and what would you like them to cover in a future episode? And while you're at it, could you just double check to be sure that you are subscribed? That way, if you're subscribed, you won't miss a single episode, which is released every Tuesday and Thursday. Did you know that Shaleen has another podcast called The Shaleen Show? It's all about living your best life. She gives you tips about improving things physical, mental health, mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, fitness, sleep, and so much more. She has the best interviews also. But if you're already subscribed to both Build Your Tribe and The Shaleen Show, you really should go check out Patreon. Did you know The Shaleen Show is now on Patreon? Shaleen gets super personal, spills the tea on everything she can't on her other podcasts. You also get to experience Brett, completely unfiltered, 
completely confident, and completely hysterical. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Anyways, thanks for listening. Remember, anything referenced in this episode, including links to all the other podcasts, can be found below in the show notes.